Hey everybody and welcome to TalkChain, everybody's favorite cryptocurrency podcast. My name is Matt, Rob's not with us today, I think he's lost in some sort of forest wandering around, which he tends to do. Today we're going to talk about the Mt. Gox trustee situation that has everybody up in arms. I'm also going to talk about the CFTC being allowed to regulate cryptocurrencies like their commodities. So let's get into it. Today, big red day all across the board. The bear trend is continuing. Total market cap is $380 billion. Uh, the Bitcoin chart is not looking good. We had this double bounce here and we're, we fell on considerable volume. The resistance uh, line that I had here is, is now becoming support as we continue downwards in this trend. Uh, the line I had here supporting the, the bounce that we had in early February is has been broken as well so i really i don't see very much uh positivity or much bullishness going on i, I could really see this going down and testing 7600 and uh from there not too sure but the volume from these spikes does not encourage me at all makes me think that we're continuing in bearish territory i just got 1500 bucks transferred to gdax and i am not buying anything just yet i'm gonna hold on and see if we can uh pick a direction and I'm going to hold tight. Anyway, let's get into it. So this Mt. Gox disaster, Mt. Gox just does not quit to quit disappointing everybody in the space. So the Mt. Gox trustee sold half a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin and Bitcoin cash. And this is, everybody's talking about this because everybody's trying to find reasons why we've been in such a bear market for the last two months, two, three months now. So Apparently, between December of 2017 and February of 2018, the Mt. Gox trustee sold 35,000 Bitcoin and uh, 34,000 Bitcoin cash for about $45 million, according to reports. So this trustee who's in charge of all of this money that's owed to creditors and potentially uh, former shareholders of the company Mt. Gox um, went ahead and sold this stuff, and he, he had like a report talking about about what he did and it wasn't exactly clear why he decided to sell at this point and uh but given that he did he people are assuming that these giant sales in in crypto in bitcoin sorry are what's actually led to the the big dips that we've seen so this article has a chart oh god i have the wrong one so there's a chart that shows all of the dips that have gone on from when all of these sales went on. And you can see these nice big red candles because the, uh, the trustee sold this on over the on-chain through the Kraken exchange. It's assumed Kraken, Kraken, anyway. So pe people like to speculate on, on what's going on uh, with these dips and why this bear market's been going on. So I just... Before I get into more detail, I just want to tell everybody, knowing why the price did what it did is only useful if you can use that information to predict something in the future. Somebody with a lot of Bitcoin who goes ahead and sells it for, for no reason that you know, that, that information is not valuable in the future. There are many people that have a lot of Bitcoin, and at any moment they can sell, and you're not going to know when that happens. So for us to go around and prosecute why the dips happened, it's it's not useful. It's This is one dude who had control of a lot of Bitcoin who went ahead and did this. The price is going to be the price, whatever happens. And 
unless you can use this information in the future, it's not really useful to you. So I don't think it's very productive to, to spend time arguing over this. And, you know, on Reddit and the cryptocurrency subreddit, there's a lot of posts with a lot of comments of people just going back and forth on why these dumps are caused of the reason for the crashes and why they're not. And I just, I don't think it's a good use of everybody's time. So for those who don't know, the, the Mt. Gox disaster that happened a few years back, um, they were the largest exchange for crypto and they had about 24,000 customers at their peak. The trustee recovered $1.6 billion worth of crypto at the time. And this was a few years back. So obviously the amount of coins was substantial. Um, there are many lawsuits going on involving who's owed what and these lawsuits are in different countries and they involve a lot of different players so none of these coins or none of this money is going to be paid out for quite some time just given how long this legis this uh, litigation t tends to take so a lot of creditors have competing claims of of this bitcoin and uh, or really of the yen so I think this is where we, we get into some of the intricacies of this case. So, the according to Japanese bankruptcy law, the claims are valued at whatever the price of Bitcoin was at the time of the, the failure of Mt. Gox in 2014. So, at that time, Bitcoin was worth about $400 each. So, the, the claims that people have are only related to that amount of uh, the value of Bitcoin at that price. So the trustee selling a bunch of Bitcoin and Bitcoin cash at this price, at the price that it is today, means that there's going to be a surplus of cash and this money is, is available um, to pay back anybody who's owed the money. And at this point, the amount of money that he's going to be able to make the trustee is, is far larger than the $400 per Bitcoin amount that, that's claimed in the, in the lawsuit. So um, according also to Japanese banking law, the remaining funds that are left over goes to the shareholders of Mt. Gox that at the time when it failed. And Mt. Gox was owned, was 88% owned by a company called Tibane, Tiban, Tibani, Tibane. And that company is owned by a guy known as Mark Carpales. I, I don't know how to say his name, but, and he was the former CEO of Mt. Gox. So, a lot of people are mad that all of this extra money that, that will have been made on the sale of these Bitcoins are going to go to the guy who was was responsible, or at least in part responsible, for the failure of the exchange. So, I don't, you know, this is uh, this is the way it goes. It's, it's unfortunate that Japanese law uh, sort of assesses the damages based on the price of an asset at that time. There's really not much you can do about it. I don't know if um, this Mark character is going to necessarily have an easy go of it, even if he does get this money, because one of the articles outlined here says that there's already, you know, 10, 10, 10 or 20 lawsuits against him for, for everything that happened. So any money that he gets is probably going to be poured into the pockets of lawyers. Um, but it's still going to be years probably before anybody who is affected by that failure is going to see anything. So it's uh, it's disappointing. But I think all in all, everybody should move on and uh, stop trying to figure out exactly why, whether or not it was this guy that, that crashed the market because the price is what it is today. And I think if you go back and look at one of my videos, 
you can see how the different ways that I use to value different cryptocurrencies and that is going to be much more helpful in determining whether or not you want to buy uh, a crypto and get into the space rather than trying to um, assess whether or not a whale is going to sell a bunch of Bitcoin at any one time. So I think the guy has, oh, it might not be here. I think he has about 160,000 Bitcoin left. So everybody just hold on your seats because he could absolutely sell that whenever he wants. And it could be another sale sell off in the market. So we have that to look forward to anyway. Moving on though, I want to talk about the CFTC, the ruling in the CFTC case and the uh, US District Court ruled that cryptocurrencies are going to be regulated as commodities so uh, it's this is super interesting because about a month back the uh, Senate yeah I think it was the Senate had the head of the CFTC and the SEC in to talk about what they needed in extra legislation in terms of regulating the crypto space and so this case was brought up to a district judge in New York and <clears throat> it was the CFTC uh, was trying to sue this business operator who was pushing crypto advice and trading advice and um, people lost money from this dude and the CFTC wanted to sue this guy and, and you know find out if they could uh, they could in install regulations and you know get get damages paid for paid to the people that lost money who were taking advice from this dude who was alleging to be a trading advice expert in the crypto space. And just so you all know, this is not crypto advice. There is no trading advice given here. Me and Rob only give our opinions and you should definitely do your own research if you're going to make any trading decisions. So the court ruled that uh, the CFTC does have the authority to regulate cryptos as commodities. And the CFTC, for those who don't know, regulates the derivatives market, the uh, futures market, and they also regulate financial advisors, financial advice. So there's a, an association that exists where people need to apply and probably take some course or something that certifies you as a financial advisor. And if you don't do that and you're giving unlicensed financial advice, the CFTC can come in and shut you down or, you know, take you to court and things like that. So this case is the first, or it's one of some others, but this show is some case law that now is in the books that shows that anybody who's going to give unsolicited, or not even unsolicited, any advice, and call it trading advice, that the CFTC can actually come in and, and shut you down. So I think it's good that we have a, a, a ruling on this and we know what's up. Uh, you know, this guy could take the this case and, uh, and appeal it. He could take this further to the Supreme Court if he wants to and, you know, see see if he can try his luck there. And then we, we would get even more firm legislation on, on what's going on here. But it looks like going forward that cryptocurrencies are going to be treated as commodities. So it's uh, at least we know that. Anyway, guys, I'm going to wrap it up there. Short video, but please let me know what you think of the Mt. Gox situation and let me know if it's good or bad that commodities and cryptocurrencies are one and the same. Please leave me a comment and like, subscribe, tell your friends, follow me on Twitter at TalkChainPod. And with that, I want to thank you for watching and we'll see you next time.